right. This is still in beta. It's a game podcast, kind of. I'm Jesse Lemons. I'm William Lemons. And we make video games, and so we are making this podcast kind of about video games. We hope eventually. <laughs> At some point, it'll be about video games. Um, uh, we took a few weeks off. Uh, some people, I've heard some people complain. I've heard no complaints. <laughs> I found out that, uh, that I found out that there are more people than I thought, like a couple of more people than I thought listen to this podcast, uh, than I, my, I originally knew. So they've been asking me like, are you going to report another one? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. But I haven't been able to cause I've been in a play. Yes, well, there was also the snowstorm. And the snowstorm. And then also the flu that kind of went through and wreaked havoc on, I think, everybody that lives in city limits. Right, except me. (laughs) I have somehow not gotten sick this entire season. I don't know how that happens, because I I usually get, like, an annual illness. I I got a cold that was pretty bad. I think that was the first week that we had to skip. Um, But no flu. Yeah. So... But, uh, so yeah, here we are doing this again. Um, oh, one thing I forgot to mention last time was that we have, a. I set up an email, um, I, for the, for the, uh, the website and the podcast. It is, if you want to email, it is podcast at siteinbeta.com. And maybe if we just like start getting people emailing in like questions or um, stuff that they want to say or something or want us to talk about, um, then we can take start. We can have a segment at some point that is for emails. Yes. And uh, then we can do that. So, yeah, that's podcast at siteinbeta.com. Um I should be getting, I just funnel all those into my, my email. The flood of emails that will come. Yeah, just like a deluge of emails from (laughs) all of our listeners. (laughs) First email question. Would you like to buy pills to help make happy long sex time? (laughs) Yeah, so far, I thought I would get more spam from that email address, but I don't think any automated systems are aware that it exists because uh, the only thing I've used it for so far is to get the podcast on iTunes. So no orders from Amazon yet that have caused that to happen? No, no. <laughs> um, yeah. We're looking at you, Amazon. <laughs> Are they big troublemakers? For I don't know. Out I'm, just, I'm just theorizing that, that they sell it for me. I get a crap ton of emails just from Amazon because I've ordered from them ever. So Yeah. Uh, I get a lot of emails from them as well. Uh, a lot of them are like, They've started doing this thing where they ask me, like, they do customer questions, so customers can ask and field questions on their website. So I'll get um, an email from Amazon, and it's like, you purchased uh, I one of the things that I got was uh, a network-attached storage thing. It's like, you purchased this Synology four-disc storage thing, and... Johnny has asked, you know, does this work PS3? And you you can answer that question, you know. 
Yeah, I just get emails suggesting that I buy serial killer equipment because I went as Dexter for Halloween one time 10 years ago. And now it's like, customers who bought this also bought a whole bunch of plastic tarps and a shovel. Would you like to order those now? <laughs> Do you need a a saw capable of cutting through bone? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. what I get now. And and also the Three Wolf Moon shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the. I guess that's the. The the. Uh, <laughs> the trouble you run into with Amazon suggesting items. <laughs> Uh, I, what you can do though you can you can go back and um delete that from your from your history from your order history i had to do that because we often purchase serial killer equipment cri christmas gifts oh. for uh for our nieces and so i'll i'll end up having like suggestions because i purchase like a cardboard standee of the guy who plays Dean on uh what's it uh supernatural supernatural yeah the guy who plays so I purchased like a life-size cardboard standee of that dude and so then it's like suggesting other like cardboard standees or supernatural related items and I'm like I'd have never watched that show I, I don't you, you I don't barely know. remember the name of the show <laughs> Exactly. The, the best part, though, is that was not for a niece. That was for a sister who was older than the two of us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And she loved it. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's her new husband. Ugh. <laughs> there were jokes from the nieces about telling their mom to not feed the dean. <laughs> so yes. that's a... Uh, yeah. that's. I definitely had reservations after that about getting that thing <laughs> i thought it would be a goof and then it turned out it turned it just went south so yeah. um <clears throat> yeah moving on uh so what games have you been playing so i have still been playing elder scrolls online however is it free yet no it is not free yet wait it's not really free anyway though right because it's going to, to be Free to buy or something? I seen F two B. Free to buy people, is not people a are thing. posting free to F two yeah, which is the dumbest acronym I've ever heard of. F two B is what people or maybe it's B two P? I don't know. Anyway, you pay B two B buy to play or something. I don't know. Like a video game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? I don't know. There was some idiotic acronym that I saw for it, which I can't remember. And none of those things that I say out loud make any sense. <laughs> yeah. But it was something like that. Anyway, it's going to be you pay to buy the game or a yeah. CD key or whatever. And then it will be free to play after that. But you can still pay. They're going to have crowns, which is like a premium currency. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I guess you can use that to buy stuff, but probably not stuff that will break the game. It'll probably be like a pink horse or a special outfit or something. Horse armor. Ugh, yes, something like that. That's probably what it will be is that kind of stuff. Um, or pets. They have all kinds of pets that do nothing. They could go like the Chinese <clears throat> MMO route and have like rentable underwear or something. I don't know what that means. You don't know what I... Rentable underwear. Did you not know? Did, did you ever play Vindictus? That, yes. Yeah. Okay. So that game, 
all of your cosmetic items uh, that were purchasable were renting. So you paid a set amount of money for either a month or three months or a year, but some of that was underwear. And so you could buy like the heart pattern underwear, but you'd only have the underwear for a month. Oh, wow. So you own, wow, you only got the vanity items for the duration of your subscription? It wasn't the duration of your subscription. It was a free-to-play game. It was the, the, okay, fine. The duration of the amount of time that you paid to allow it to be in your inventory or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is basically a subscription. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's rent to, rent rentable underwear is what that amount is. That is crazy. And it's not even underwear that like is real. No. Well, you really wouldn't want to rent, you really wouldn't want to rent real <laughs> underwear. Yeah, that's probably true. Well, most normal people wouldn't want to rent real underwear. Right. Yeah. That's why you usually just pay for it the one time and then they don't let you give it back. Yeah. It's free to buy or whatever that is. Free to buy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they have added um, a the justice system to the game. And this is where you put other players on trial? No, it's... Um, the stuff that's in, you know, if you're familiar with the more, you know, classic Elder Scrolls games, it's the thing where you're walking around town and picking up, you know, a potato or something because you're completely used to just always being able to walk around and pick up potatoes in a crate. But now when you do it, you get caught for stealing and a guard will come and murder you in the street. And it's pretty great because what it means now is when you walk around town you see players pretty much every five minutes running from a guard and then getting murdered in the street. Nice. Yes. So it's like, uh, oh, geez, Riften. <laughs> it's like multiplayer Elder Scrolls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's kind of lame, though, because the guards are invincible. And uh, that was actually, well, OK, to an extent. I accept that because Otherwise, you have the wow problem of people running in and wiping all of the NPCs or something in a, in a given area. That's different. That's on a P PvP server, and that's attackers coming into a... That's somebody from a different alliance, like the Horde is coming into an, an alliance town mm. and killing everybody. First of all, there are, P there are NPCs that you can steal from, you can pickpocket, and kill you can murder them mm -hmm. but you can't murder vendors and yeah I, to me it just sucks because it makes it really hard to get away from guards if they're yeah i do <coughs> like the idea of killing guards being an option yeah it just it just it sucks because i mean first of all like even if they just had a respawn time like you know, a normal monster does, it would be, there'd probably be like five minutes of chaos where the the guards in an area got killed and everybody just goes on a murder stealing rampage, mm -hmm. which would be to me awesome yeah. to see that happen. And then guard responds and it's like, Oh crap, stop, stop committing crimes real quick. Nothing to see here. Do, 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 do. And people would still build up a bounty anyway, if there were any witnesses, yeah. which means as soon as guard comes back, it's just going to, gank somebody <laughs> so it i don't think to me i don't think it would change the system that much except 
to give players a chance to actually escape when they get caught in a town. Because yeah. right now it just sucks that like you get caught, it's like you're fuck, fuck you, you're dead. You know, either you pay the bounty and lose everything that you just stole, or you die. Which really the only difference is if you die, that you maybe lose a bit of equipment or ability. So I'm just like fuck it. I'm gonna try and try and run away every time because. At worst, I pay a little bit more gold if they kill me than if if I just paid the bounty. But like you still the, get the junk you stole? If you get killed, no. You they take if you get killed, they take the bounty money and they take all the stuff that was stolen that's on your person. Oh, but if you've managed to But if you manage to get away, then you you get to keep the stuff you stole and if you get away, you can hide out, you know, outside of a town where there's no guards and your bounty will over time go away. Oh, okay. So the best thing to do is just go on a crazy freaking killing spree and murder as many people as you want before you fall asleep and when you wake up in the morning it's gone. And they've forgotten about your serial killerness. Yeah, and the reason you're getting those Amazon things is because <laughs> Quiet you. <laughs> yeah. I know where to get chloroform. <laughs> I can shut you up. It's it's been recommended to me five times. <laughs> um. All right, I may have to look at that game once it's once it's free. Yeah, free to buy. Right, yeah, once it's free to buy. <laughs> I played a game uh, called Binary Domain. That is a. On the surface, it's a team-based or a squad-based cover shooter, right? But the weird thing is it allows for voice commands. And I kind of wish that I'd use these more, but uh, the whole thing is like you can input voice, like you can hook up a mic and say stuff to your teammates to get them to do things. But all of these story like the narrative decision-making stuff that you can do as far as like how you react to situations or questions that the, that your, your partners ask you, all of those are also input by voice command. So, uh, not having a mic, I had to like, uh, hold down a key to bring up the answer prompts and then hit, uh, one of like three to five buttons or something to, to answer those things. But it was pretty, it was a pretty interesting idea, and uh, yeah, the the biggest problems with the game though was that it was a really bad port to the PC. So like, the graphics options were pretty slim, and the button assignments uh, didn't remap. So they were the default. They always showed for like QuickTime events the default button configuration, and I had to like memorize the wrong buttons for things <laughs> so triangle is square and so on kind of yeah thing. but in this case i'm using keyboard and mouse so it's like uh left left bracket is is right mouse button or something you know it's something as, as arbitrary as that that's and pretty I'm just terrible like, so the first time the first time my my one of my teammates asked me a question he's like Hey man, that was some pretty pretty crazy stuff, right? And it brings up the the options, and it's like sure or no, or I guess or or just like damn or something like that. And I'm like, all right, which which button is 
you you is not you you is my like back button on my mouse uh but i was spent so long like trying to figure out what button was what he was like fine man you didn't even hear me Uh, what's the big deal and he just like the question went away and i'm like oh great thanks and so that that was like what's what's happening here like he'll just like i'm sitting here fumbling around with the with the buttons long enough that he just stops asking me the question and then it's like a negative for his relationship meter which by the way all of your teammates have relationship meters of course they do and 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 it makes a difference like it actually changes the outcome of the game like how your relationships are with your different teammates in what way in like a dragon age kind of way or in like a yeah like it changes the story okay it actually like like point to point in the narrative there are places where what but i didn't know this going into it i didn't know that there were options and so uh the game the game just kind of flows and i'm like answering questions and talking to people and having my relationships go up and down like depending on my answers and or lack uh, of answers or like what yeah and another one another time that happened some chick was like was like oh wow great job out there you really you really showed those guys what for and i'm like and it brings up a like a sure thanks or like i'm just doing my job kind of answers and like there's still fighting going on so i'm like i'm like just a second and i'm like running over to kill one of these other robots and she's just like oh oh that's how it's gonna be and i'm like what it's how it's what and the relationship goes down i'm just like this what is this typical female wanting to talk even in the middle of a battle <laughs> it's like i'm i'm shooting robots over here oh, but uh that's, that's that's pretty messed up here do this conversation that's probably why having a mic would be helpful because you yeah. need to say shut up i'm fighting while you're doing <laughs> that while you're while you're still using the controller or whatever yeah, yeah. Um, and then like the kinds of things that it it accepts as as like valid words or just like basically every curse word is like a valid word so like in the middle of battle i think if you're just like shit then your guys will like say something in response to that oh i thought they would take it as a command (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh (laughs) right here if you say so uh uh yeah my worry was like that sounds kind of cool like the whole mic thing my worry is that if i tried to talk into it like all voice recognition software type of stuff, everything that I say would just be, I'm sorry, I did not recognize that response. And whatever the default unrecognized response, glarble, glarble uh, reaction is what I would get for every single thing that they ask. Yeah, yeah. I really should try that out because I kind of want to know how well that stuff works, but yeah. It's kind of a cool game if you can get past some of the controls and uh, like just somehow the the thing. The, the other thing is like it's got some RPG stuff to it, so you can you can equip these things called uh, mutations or whatever, and they do stuff like increase defense or increase reload speed or those kind of increase health regeneration, those kinds of things. Do they do anything interesting? Hmm. Really. Oh. I mean, that's they're they're kind of like baseline stat improvement sort of things, but uh, it's not like mutations like get five arms. It's not like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shoot laser beams from eyeballs. Yeah, now you've got two butts. It's not anything really crazy. It's uh, <laughs> that. See, that would make the shit command like twice as efficient. Yeah. Um, but 
Yeah, so you get those things. And so it turns like late game, I ended up I ended up just like kind of ditching the strategic cover shooter stuff and just kind of like rushing into places because I probably wasn't going to die and then just like blasting things in the face. And they do this thing where like you can shoot the robots. All of your enemies are robots, by the way. If you shoot the robots in the head, they they start firing on their friends because they don't recognize, like that's that's where their enemy recognition stuff is. So they don't die, but they start fighting for you. And so basically, you can just kind of rush in, create an army of robots. Yeah, you can like kill, shoot all of the other enemy robots in the head, and they'll start fighting each other, and you get bonus points, and like uh, your relationship with your teammates at the time goes up like the more head shots you get so because because you're because because you're being awesome is why and so they're all like being impressed by you shooting the face (laughs) of robots so like like i picked up some uh late game uh or not exactly late game but later in the game you pick up this uh french robot (laughs) yeah yeah no he's definitely a haul and uh you pick up french robot and uh and he, he, he like his relationship meter was like, you know, all, all the way at the bottom because it's like, OK, he doesn't know me. But then I'm like running around, like blasting people in the face. And he was like one of the first things or one of the first companions I got to like top top tier relationship status because I was like impressing him with face shooting so much. So, yeah, it's, it's really weird because, yeah, this is really odd. Well, you know, the French me. robots really do appreciate a good headshot. Yeah. So, obviously. French Robot was pretty great, and he was one of the best things about the game. Uh, the the other great character was a guy a guy you, you start out with called Big Bo. He's pretty great. He's, like, basically just uh, your, your stereotypical, like, big black guy, but he's hilarious. Yeah. It's weird. The game starts off, and it's kind of like, is this a buddy cop movie? And then you pick up these other team members throughout the game, and it's kind of like, oh, okay. It can be if you want it to be, if you like keep him in your party the whole time. But, yeah. All right. Any other games? I started to play <laughs> Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah, I saw you say, mentioning something about that, where you... <laughs> I, <laughs> I guess it doesn't import saves from the old game. No. But it's... Yeah, it doesn't import saves. It kind of links because you've got origin now, right? So it kind of links your origin progress from the other games to the same this like Dragon Keep kind of thing. And Dragon Keep is essentially a checklist of uh, data points for all of the world building choices that they're going to recognize for Inquisition between uh, Origins, the DLCs like Awakening and the other stuff and Dragon Age 2. So there's like 500,000 questions. Yeah, there's like a bunch and it's represented through this like nested series of tiles. And yeah, because they've got like, because they want to get like, designy about how you interface with this thing so it's like they call it tapestries right because it's medieval they couldn't just have like a true false kind of series of questions 
they could have been really boring and like easier to interface with it if you, if it was just like a series of checkboxes or radio buttons or something. Yeah. And that would have made things a lot faster, like just a ton faster, because I could have just been like, click, 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 click. Yes, yes, yes. He's dead. He's dead. I romanced him. Yes. Uh, that kind of stuff. But instead, you have to like go through this, just like click, click on this quest line. OK, open that up. OK, click on this quest. OK, what did I do for this quest? I I killed the guy. OK, back out. Click on the next item of that quest. Yes, I defiled their remains. Yes, okay, back out. Well, because you had to do that to unlock that last, that last class. Yeah. Choice. Yeah, and so, so it'll tell you. It'll give you warnings for like, when the logic doesn't match up. So if one choice uh, is mutually exclusive from another choice, it'll give you that kind of thing like. Are you sure you want to make an evil god baby with Morrigan? Because that means you couldn't have been dead or something like that. And so. Uh, <laughs> no, I did both somehow. Shut up. Yeah. Um, so. So, yeah, I, I've, I've, I went through the trouble of like. Downloading Origins so that I could look at my profile account because I don't I didn't have the save game anymore. I thought that saved that to the cloud or something, but it didn't but anyway i spent the hour or so setting up my world building stuff and then imported that into the game and then i got to create my new character which was you know you're still coming up with the name for it and you haven't i said that was the that took me the longest uh-huh <laughs> yeah i ended up going with lady nightshade which is like the revenge society the shoe. Uh -huh. <laughs> Are there high heels that you can wear? I hope so. But, uh, yeah. It's my elf rogue. It's weird, like, I started, they let you do, like, face customization stuff, and so I started, like, I made the mistake of, like, going through and changing stuff and being like, oh, this is a cool eye color. Oh, that's neat. You can make the inside and the outside of the iris different colors. Oh, that's neat. And just kind of like individually like making things like look kind of cool looking in their own right. And then I got into the game and I'm like, oh, God, this looks like some kind of awful anime character. <laughs> just, just imagine like for some reason when you said that, I just started picturing like the movie Weird Science when they're scanning all of the different lady parts <laughs> yeah. into the machine. And it comes up like, oh, my gosh. That does not look uh, good together. Ah, kill it. Kill it. <laughs> <laughs> it. It comes out looking like the thing that she turned Chet to at the end. It's like, ah, oh, why did, why did we get, why, why did we scan a weird, like, bubbling bog as part of the lady parts? Yes. <laughs> lady parts. <laughs> I don't know. It's There's... the wrong, it's the wrong kind of anatomy, but it's, <laughs> They were, they were scanning like eyeballs and lips and stuff. Yeah, they I made, didn't even know made, they had scanners back then. It was the you know it's all science fiction, right? It was also of course wasn't it just a fax machine or something? Like I, I don't remember, but uh, I I, I do know that again. it was it was the uh, hacking the government computer was had the awesome like three D interface as they're hacking into it. Nice, I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> Yeah, and it looks like you're like going through tunnels in a sewer or something, and there's gates that you have to 
<laughs> open up. They have locks on them and skulls that come down when you when you find, I guess, a bad port or something. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Computer interfaces were always way more complicated and unrealistic. Yeah. In all movies, um, I think forever. Right. Anything that had hacking involved is. This is an interface that doesn't exist that would take, you know, a team of artists months to make and nobody would ever waste their time doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Hackers, one of the one of the worst offenders. <laughs> Hacking the Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> They're flying around this like 3D Tron looking world, which is like all of the data clusters or whatever. Yes. And and an, a laptop in the early 90s couldn't even process that in real time to like render <laughs> Yeah. Those three D objects that quickly. Yeah, yeah, and their concepts of like, <laughs> like the Cookie Monster virus and the, yes. and the Gibsons like give it a cookie, <laughs> and for some reason, Pin Gillette's in there, mm-hmm. and he's a computer hacker as well. It's a great movie. Very realistic. Yeah. I mean, seriously, that was like when Descent was like the best 3D game and the graphics on Descent now are terrible. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what they had in that movie is still like pretty comparable to what we have now. <laughs> and they were doing it online through a freaking 401k modem or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I don't know, whatever that was. You know that piece. You know, like they still were putting fucking telephones onto a thing. I think in that movie. Yeah. No. No. They were. They were. Uh, they were plugging into. Somehow they were plugging into like the the pay phones or something. I don't know. How yeah. Was, but. Yeah. No. Four hundred one k is your retirement plan. Oh yeah. Whatever. <laughs> what is my? What am I thinking of? Like a fourteen four. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> or fifty six k. That was. There it is, fifty six. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Stupid K's. That's the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you're. I'm glad that you're so excited about that. Well, on the one hand, I'm glad. On the other hand, it's like I feel like ninety percent of our episode titles are like things that you say. Well, you did say more interesting things, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh. I thought you said Monster Apocalypse. Yeah, I did say Monster Apocalypse. There you go. And that is one of our better episodes, so I've been told. So. Um, but uh. Yeah. So I I rigged all that stuff up, and imported it, and then I started to play, and I've got this god awful like anime archer lady yeah who uh they changed a lot about that game like you remember when it, well you you played dragon age recently mm-hmm. you know they had they had that like whole behavior system well yep. they have behaviors there's four and it's like what like try to maintain this much stamina if you're low if you're below this much health take a health potion attack the target that the player is attacking or that somebody else is. So you can't say exactly use this spell on this type of 
enemy no. under this condition. No, they really like trim down like things like managing your party. Yeah, so I played through and I finally like I picked up their like starter party or whatever and um did a boss fight and the boss fight like people weren't dying but there was a couple of people who were just being idiots like for some reason the mage was standing like at the foot of the monster and just like basically just like poking it with his staff instead of actually casting spells and so i was like well what's that why is that retard like sitting there uh, bashing the, the knees of this giant monster why isn't he standing back and like firing ranged attacks but then his health would get really low and then it would jump back up again. And I'm like, did he use a potion? Does he have a separate inventory of potions than I do? Because I still have eight health potions. Like, I haven't used a health potion yet. So I don't know. And like my one warrior girl, like she got down to like pretty critical health. And then the health just like popped up to full again. And I'm like, is this a tutorial thing? Or is does she also have health potions? Or what is going on here? And I like, I, I feel like it's just, it's a lot more just mindless like there you can pause but there's no real reason to because it's not like you have to like i'm not at a point where i have to tell people to do specific things to like but 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 you can't even like in the default view which is not the tactical view there it's just like an over-the-shoulder shooter view you can't queue up things so you can't like switch over to another character and say, okay, make sure you cast this spell on this guy. Yeah. You have to be in the tactical view for that. If you go out of that, it clears the queue. Uh, and then it just so kind the, of... You have to be in, like, the stupid... You have to be in the top-down, yeah. Yeah. And you have to be. That's the weird thing. As I thought, I could, like, switch over to that, set up some items, jump back, <clears throat> let it run on those guys but no like i it wouldn't even do that for my character that i was controlling like it's that mode is direct control so it's it just feels like a different game it doesn't feel like a dragon age game yeah which yeah it's just kind of feels closer to mass effect you know where you just kind of it's like not quite as much of a shooter but it's as much of a shooter as i guess you could do in in that in like all of your your skills all have cooldowns did they just they had mana before right yeah there was mana and i don't and, think you have mana anymore because there was things like you could say i'm going to maintain this ability and it, it takes x uh -huh. mana yeah you've got out of your pool you've got stamina <laughs> um not sure where the stamina meter is but you have it so you can't just like I, and I think that that keeps you from just blasting a bunch of attacks at the same time, you know? Well, but, now, uh, reg, like, non-magic users use stamina, and casters use mana. So they had two different... Casters had mana, okay. and non-magic -ma users had stamina. Okay. And it was... They're both mana. Right. It's just one was green and one was blue or something. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I've only played like half an hour or something, so we'll see yeah. how this. But yeah, the skills game. also had cooldowns on them and uh, uh, stamina or mana cost. 
yeah. I believe. I'll have to look at it again. I didn't... I thought about picking a mage, but I didn't. I figured I'd just play a rogue like I usually do. Yeah, I don't know. Because I can usually <clears throat> play a better rogue than the AI will play a rogue. Because you get bonuses for, like, flanking and stuff, and the AI is just an idiot. So yeah. it'll just... Yeah. But. My... Most important question is, can you make a custom character icon? No. Oh, man. That was my favorite thing in Dragon Age was when I made that, like, hideous character, Hagatha, who's always answers the most horrible response to every human. Yeah. And I made, like, that horrible avatar where she's, like, got this, like, stupid look on her face and it's half <laughs> like, off the screen and she's looking like she's, she's like, like the camera's not trying to blur away from her and... She's like poking her head up, trying to trying to still be on. The yeah, screen. yeah, yeah. It was uh, it's pretty gross. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, but yeah, it doesn't even give you a character portrait. It just has like a hand, like a green hand, because the whole deal on this is like you've got this green hand syndrome that because you sneeze, you and... open a portal, or somebody opens a portal to Demon Town, and your hand is connected to that somehow, and so you have to, like, close the portals with your green hand. And so your icon's a green hand? I don't know. That's all I know about the story. <laughs> all right, then. But, uh... Yeah, so that's that game. Did you want to talk about something on our list? Um, sure. Do you want to kick it off with... Ghostbusters. <laughs> you want to talk about Ghostbusters? When is when is that movie supposed to come out now? They started. I don't know. So they've named a cast for Ghostbusters. But yeah. I don't know if they've started shooting or anything. Yeah. So they've got this all female cast Ghostbusters because somebody thought that was a good idea. It's not my problem with it. Isn't that it's an all female cast Ghostbusters? My problem with it is that they're making another Ghostbusters, and it's not Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. Like, there's two things I would have accepted to do with Ghostbusters franchise. Leave it alone. That's number one. Or make that bizarro third movie that Dan Aykroyd has been cooking up for the past, you know. 20 years. Yeah. Since since like ninety five or whatever when that when, mm -hmm. what what was that concept? It was the weird like hell New York as a hellscape kind of thing like some kind of like super expensive hell on earth CG kind of thing where the Ghostbusters have farm have like created like a franchising sort of situation but. Manhattan has been taken over uh, by the forces of evil. Now the Ghostbusters have to save it. It was something like that. Hmm. But, uh, yeah. But since Bill Murray wouldn't sign on and Harold Ramis is dead now, I would just rather not have Ghostbusters. I would just rather have... <clears throat> the two that I like. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's fair. I, uh, I don't know. I just, I saw it and I saw like 
one of the people from Bridesmaids is going to be in it, and I was just kind of immediately went, uh. Two, two of the people from Bridesmaids, I think. Uh, yeah. And anyway. The, and the director from Bridesmaids. Yeah. Uh. And, yeah, I just, I don't know, like, the whole, like, ensemble comedies that have come out in the last few years are just all so freaking awful. Like, I don't understand why anybody thinks Bridesmaids is funny. I saw it and I thought it was terrible. And it's like the scenes that people think are the best part, like, oh, a bunch of women pooping in dresses in the street. And I'm just like, this is not funny. This is just a bunch of stupid poop jokes. And the same thing with like male ensemble cast movies, like the like Hangover the trilogy is retarded. And there's, they're not funny. Like a fat guy being in his underwear and fat is not a, a joke. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Get I it. agree. There haven't been. It's yeah. There are funny movies that come out now, and there are good ensemble movies. Like, but there's nothing like, like the equivalent, like things that were actually funny, you know, twenty years ago, are, are things like Ghostbusters or The Three Amigos, yeah, or something like that. Like those were. Funny because they were people that told jokes that were actual jokes. Right. And funny things that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Not just stuff like, oops, I farted or, you know, somebody got hit on the head with a frying pan or something. A deer's peeing on me for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even in the 90s, like Wayne's World and Tommy Boy and that kind of stuff Uh was still, which is more really, really kind of like a buddy comedy than, say, like a group sort of thing but yeah those yeah. were still funny and they had maybe a couple of gross things there was you know uh what's his name in a in underwear chris farley chris farley in underwear in one scene but that wasn't what the whole show was about yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i yeah i mean i guess my my beef with this is that I know it's going to suck. <laughs> and and now they're talking about doing an like another like a, a different Ghostbusters movie that has a male cast. And I'm like, well. That doesn't make it better. That just makes it as bad because it's still like it's yeah. going to have Channing Tatum in it. And it's like Channing Tatum's not funny. <laughs> I've seen. Well, no. I've what's the Channing Tatum movie I've seen? Was he in G.I. Joe? Was he? he was in G.I. Joe, yes. Yeah. He was in 21 Jump Street. Right. That one was kind of funny. I can't watch a Jonah Hill movie. <laughs> it's true. They're they're mostly also terrible. Yeah. Um but yeah, he's just not a he's just not a good actor, so I don't want to I don't want him starring in a franchise that I'm a fan of, you know. I'd rather have a good actor, but they're not. I but I know they're not going to do that, and so it could be worse. It could have been Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> See now, oh god! Like I'm a I'm kind of split on that because I know he's awful. But could it be, 
could it could it make the swing right could it make the swing all the way around from bad back to good right and do i but i don't want a ghostbusters movie to do that like i, I want a ghostbusters movie to be good good not to be like that's horrendous swing back around okay you got it you know <laughs> like i like and laugh at this again okay here's a question okay Totally hypothetical. I know you won't ever believe this, but what if one of these Ghostbusters movies comes out and it's legitimately funny and good? Will you be okay? Like, what? Okay. Now, you maybe have a special, like, nerd fantasy kind of nothing can ever equate to the quality of the original Ghostbusters movie thing. But say me or somebody who has tastes that you tend to agree with saw it and said, I thought this was actually funny. Would you believe it, or and would you be willing to accept it, or are you so already in your mind it can't possibly be good that it's not going to no matter what? I don't. I. <clears throat> okay, so I'm the kind of person who will reject foods because I have a firm belief that they will be bad you know and i can kind of smell those and then i don't trust people who say they're good right but you haven't tried my green beans i don't know <laughs> i think i've tried your mashed potatoes though <laughs> i just don't like potato that much i know what you mean though in that context of broccoli is and has always been and will always forever be disgusting nothing you do it could have been made by the Dalai Lama and, you know, boiled in geisha tears. It's still going to be disgusting broccoli. Broccoli has and will forever smell like farts. And I know it's got to taste like farts. I know. Like, nothing can, nothing can start off, like, nothing can approach my face being fart and not, like, taste like fart, right? Like, that's... So it's got to be like, that's the only thing. Like broccoli's got to be bad. Yeah. Yeah. There's, and there's nothing. I don't, I don't care that I've never tried your broccoli. I don't care that you put some kind of cheese on it. I'm still never going to like it. Yeah. And so, so I don't, but movies, like I've watched, I've watched things. I, I want to say that I'm open-minded about like if somebody, somebody I know and trust says something's good, I'll usually give it a shot, I think. Unless you can think of other times where I've done, where I've not done that, where I've, but I don't think I've just been, uh, like, like, uh, uh, un, un, unwaveringly opposed to watching something like that you have suggested. There have been other people that I don't trust as much and that have said, like, something's really good, which is why I've never watched Stranger Than Fiction. Even though Alex says that's good, I still can't bring myself to watch that. I can't it watch. It is good. I can't. Don't you do it. <laughs> don't do it. And this is why you won't like Ghostbusters, no matter how good it is. I don't. Th you're. No, you're just screwing around. <laughs> I know. I watched Stranger Than Fiction. You did? I, yes. And I thought it was good. And I thought. Uh, yeah, that was the one time. It, and here's the reason. It's because Will Ferrell was not being Will Ferrell. He was being a character and acting. Ugh. Okay. 
I feel like Will Ferrell is the exception that proves the rule, though. Because Will Ferrell is awful. <laughs> this is a, he's an awful human being. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so I find it very hard. And And here's the problem, too, is like there's some of those things where I can be so soured on it, even if I watch it, I still won't like it. Because I just can't be in a good mood about it, you mm-hmm. know? And, like, I tried to watch the Lego movie. Mm-hmm. Even though everybody said it was great, I was just kind of soured on it because of the commercials and, like, the everybody bringing up the Everything is Awesome song all over the internet. And so by the time I got to it, I was just like, I don't care anymore. And so nothing, like, I made it about 20 minutes in and then I fell asleep. <laughs> Again, I like the Lego movie. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, maybe I, it's great, but like... Okay, well, then we're going to have to go with my opinion. Because I, I think I probably must be a little bit more open-minded than you. Because I was willing to watch the Lego movie, and I did like it. And I did watch Stranger to Fiction. And I can tell you that it is good if you would get over your prejudice. But I also saw Frozen and do not think that was a good movie. In spite of how much everybody I know loves it. There were too many fucking songs in Frozen. You do not need that many songs. That whole song by the snowman was retarded. No. Too many songs in Frozen. See, now I'm going to go watch Frozen. I'm going to tell you how good it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, you will not like it either. There were too many songs, and they weren't very good. <clears throat> I don't understand the love with that Let It Go song. It was not... Is it because all, like, Disney movies in the past decade have been so terrible that there was one that had a like halfway memorable song that everyone's obsessed with it because it was not a good song. It still can't even compare to any little mermaid song in the entire movie. Yeah. I haven't remembered a song from a Disney movie since Lion King. I was going to say Aladdin. Lion King was after Aladdin though. Yes. Since Aladdin. You fucking liar. (laughs) You know, (laughs) That's different. That's you, not like the... Okay. That's different because it is a non-diegetic song. <laughs> <laughs> it's not one of the musical parts of this of the movie. But it was one of the songs. And it's the song that won the Oscar. And Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it was a song know. in the movie. I'll say, as far as character songs go in a Disney movie... Uh, if I, I have to think about it. I have to think about, uh, there's the, it's just so something to be king. Great. Can't wait to be king. Ah, see? (laughs) But. Yeah, but. You do know Can You Feel the Love Tonight? And you do know Circle of Life. Oh, okay, yeah. But see, those are both non-character songs. They're both not part of the musical aspect of the show. Right, but those were the biggest songs that came because out of they were movie. written by Elton John. But uh, but but never had a friend like me, you know, Prince Ali, Ali Ababa, like those things. Yeah, give me that. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, I think probably beyond Lion King, I don't really remember anything. I do remember that Tarzan was basically a Phil Collins album, but I don't remember any of the songs. Uh, I think it was "You'll Be in My Heart" or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I- and then, and then that one about I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Is that? <laughs> well, I remember. <laughs> no, I don't think it was that. I don't think that was in there. Oh. Um, 
and then uh, uh, Emperor's New Groove had that Cusco song that sounded kind of Tom Jones-ish, but I don't remember really that song. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting that that's a Disney movie. I know, right? I want to think it's a DreamWorks movie. And and this is going to sound ridiculous, but I think that's the best 2D animated film that they have made since Lion King as well. Uh, what's another one? Uh, the Prince... Frog, Frog Princess. Blah. Again... There were songs in that. Too many songs. There weren't. They, none of them were any good. I don't remember any of them. I never watched that movie. That the thing I remember after coming out of that movie was those songs were awful. I I just saw the movie and five minutes out of the theater, I can't remember any of them. Oh man. Okay. <coughs> totally not related to Disney movies. I don't think it was a Disney movie. Was Dragonheart a Disney movie? No. But that's no. No, oh. it was not. But no, like. <laughs> Remember when we forgot, our whole family forgot we watched Dragonheart? Right, and then we saw it like on DVD or something. And they were like, like, oh, that oh was yeah. A movie. When did we watch that? That was November. That was like three months ago. Why is it on DVD now? Yeah. Uh, I was on Netflix. Netflix and, and Dragonheart like, Dragon 3. 3. And I was like, when was Dragonheart 2? Yeah. That was the third. How is there a third one? How are they still making these movies? That's what Netflix does, though, is you'll come on the Netflix and you'll see the new releases. And you'll be like, wait a minute, there's a Universal Soldier 7? I, <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that were... they, made, they, they made five others. I knew there was a second one that I didn't see, but seriously, guys? Yeah. Wait a minute, there's a Starship Troopers 83? Yeah. What blew my mind was seeing on there that there was a Universal Soldier that brought back Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> it's like they're back together again. How did... How did, but that's what I'm talking about. Like they, they had, they had the first one and that was a bad movie. And then they made like four sequels that didn't even have those guys. And then somehow looped back around. They got them again. Like either those guys just dropped so far off the map, I guess that they could get them or somehow the weird, like you guys remember universal soldier, like that looped back around to where they were like, let's get the old guys back. I don't know. So bizarre. But yeah, that's what happens is you'll come in and be like, and, you, and you'll see like the third to fifth sequel of a movie that you didn't even know they made a second one of. Yeah. Yeah. Rob Schneider's The Animal 4? What? <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. The Animal was actually like Deuce Bigelow 7, though, when you <laughs> think about it. It was Rob Schneider's stapler. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Whatever that was. <laughs> yeah. That series of movie. Yeah. Rob, were those all like Adam Sandler's uh, production studio movies or something? Is that how he kept getting paid? Uh, me? I don't know. What, what was that? Was that Happy, Happy something? Happy Madison? Happy Madison Studios? I don't know. God. That whole thing's just a scam. <laughs> <laughs> all of the Rob Schneider movies were just a way, a way for Adam Sandler to launder tax, tax-free money. I'm kind of convinced that that's what all of Adam Sandler's current movies are. It's just like, it's just a way for him to like, to like pitch product placement in the movies, get somebody to actually foot the bill, and then just have him and his buddies like make make something in a week you know <laughs> this terrible why was that terrible rob schneider movie set entirely in a jamba juice 
<laughs> Rob Schneider wakes up as a discarded orange peel. <laughs> <laughs> Check out this zesty performance. I hate that. <laughs> we'll edit that out later. I, yeah, I've got... I work on the, the post stuff, so I can... Uh, well, I will say, yeah, the animal, there's the tagline, the production team of Big Daddy has delivered another winner. So I'm going to guess <laughs> that it's related. Also, <laughs> whoever wrote that perjured themselves. Well, I guess they weren't under oath, but it was definitely libel. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a little... I don't know. Uh... Yeah. That's how I feel about the Ghostbusters remake. They're trying to make that a franchise. Like Marvel. Like Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which they just announced that there will be a non-Star Wars Star Wars movie. If that makes sense. An in-universe non-Skywalker related. I guess, would that be called a non-ology at this point? If there's going to be nine of them? I don't, I don't know. I don't know how those prefixes work entirely. Past like six, I'm kind of lost. Or eight, octology? Is that what an eight would It's be? an octology plus one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But yes, it won't be part of that. <clears throat> the trilogy of trilogies, we'll call it. Yeah. It, it won't be one of those. Right. And... So it'll just be a Star Wars movie, kind of like just a Marvel movie. Except those are generally superhero name or super team name. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I can't think of another... I can't think of another movie that would have... It's like Never Say Never Again. It's not an official Bond movie, but it's a James Bond movie. <laughs> I don't know that one. You never know? That's the one with Kim Basinger? Uh-uh. Oh. Well, that's... There you go. Are you trying to think of, like, something equivalent? Yeah, that? like a, a series that has, like, a chronology <laughs> with, with similar, like, the same... At least one recurring character in all of them. Jack Ryan movies? Bourne, Jason Bourne movies. But that's got Jason Bourne and all Yeah, that. but they did that one that didn't have Jason Bourne in it. Okay, the one with uh, Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah? So there's that, and there's... that was a trilogy, and then they had that spin-off movie. Yeah, okay, sure. It's like, yeah, it'll be like that. So it's going to be a Jason Bourne movie, basically, is what this new Star Wars is. No, but it's about the Rogue Squadron, right, or something? I don't know, I didn't really... I didn't really... I'm not that big of a fan of Star Wars. I know that they're making one, but I was kind of like, uh Yeah. But anyway, that's what they're going to try to do with Ghostbusters for some reason. Because Sony likes money. And they're not making it off of uh, Spider-Man, so... Decided. Yeah, what happened with that? Also, like, seriously, what was up with, like, how they did... What was the electric guys? Electric dude from the last Spider-Man. That Ultimate Spider-Man movie, the se the second Electro? one, Electro, that was not right. good. No, that's what I heard. I didn't watch it. 
Yeah, that one. That one was not. First good. one was real bad. I mean, I. Yes, we already, we already went over yes, that. We, we, we know. Went over that. We know. We can go back and and check review the, the tapes. Review the tapes of <laughs> why you hated that movie so much. The second one was worse. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, but, I, heard, I heard that guy blows up or something. Well, yeah, it was pretty bad because it's like a man who is who can become electricity is a very ill-conceived character for someone that shoots web to even be able to fight. Yeah. Because I don't think he becomes electricity in the comics, though. I think he's yeah, just a dude. Yeah, it's like you can become electricity and like travel through phone lines and craziness and and such and yet somehow you can be defeated by somebody who has a physical form and shoots web when you could have just been electricity and electrocuted him mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of far-fetched yeah i mean we're talking about a world where somebody gets bitten by a spider and can then climb walls and i still can't buy it <laughs> yeah yeah. There's a bit of a disconnect there. I don't know. I I heard that there were other also other problems with that movie, but I don't care to get into that cuz well, cuz I haven't seen it. So well, it was like the two it, it was the too many villains problem cuz they also had to uh they also had the green goblin and is he just called the Rhino or Yeah, the yeah. Rhino. Yeah, they had to put those guys in there too, and it was just like, uh Too many villains. Just do one well. Stop trying to put so many in a movie. Particularly Spider-Man movies. So I got an email. I got an email from Square Enix the other day. And in that email, it said, um, hey. Um here's a Kickstarter for a game and we think it's a cool game now they get your email square yeah i signed up for like a square account or something whenever i installed the new tomb raider or <sighs> there was some square enix game where i had to do some kind of square specific user login or something recently but um Anyway, so now they have my email and they're told, telling me about this Kickstarter for a game that they're not involved with. They have no real connection to the game, but they're promoting the Kickstarter through their email. And they're like, hey, this is cool. This is a cool game. Uh, we're not giving them money, but we think you should give them money if you like this game that they're making. Is that not bizarre? To you? Did someone hack their email? I don't know. <laughs> I don't that's that is weird. Like, so they emailed you to ask to to beg you for money on someone else's behalf for a game that they're not involved in. Yeah. Yeah, that I don't know. That sounds really weird. They're just like, hey, here's this game. We don't know if you like it. We like it. It's not made yet. We can give these guys money. And we, we will give them no money. Yeah. We're we're not put saying on record that we're giving them any money. So, Maybe give them money? Yes. So then what will happen is 
if they can get enough people, may, maybe it's some kind of crazy deal where if they can get enough people to get the Kickstarter to go through, then they'll buy the project and take all the money that comes from actually producing it. Ah, uh, okay. I get you. I get you. So they're kind of pulling a... a uh... They're very transparently pulling a uh, Oculus Rift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, hearing, now, assuming that's true, and it was a game that you like, would you fund them with that? Like, thinking that that may be the case, would you fund them? Because then you're basically just giving free money to Square Enix, a company with crap tons of money. Yeah. Right. Well, I don't know that they have crap tons of money. They have more money than you. So yeah. they could be funding that and not you. Right. They can... Uh, although, I mean, it sounds like they can barely fund their own games at this point. <laughs> if they're begging people to fund a Kickstarter, you mean? or No, if they're... Well, I mean, if they might have gone to Microsoft to fund that Tomb Raider game. Mm -hmm. But, uh... Yeah, <laughs> At any rate, but anyway, would I give a Kickstarter funding under the assumption that they would then sell their idea to and be published by an actual publisher? Yes. No. Because that's bullshit. Well, or because 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 that's bullshit, or be uh, for me, like if that was possibly Square Enix's plan. I think that's bullshit because the, here's the thing. The two reasons I would fund a Kickstarter are I want to see this product come to fruition. I want the reward for the donor level that I uh, donated enough to. Right. So you want a tote bag with your face on it or whatever. Or something, you know. Or in this case, a copy of the game. Right. right. Um. If they get, if they end up shifting their production over to under the umbrella of Square Enix, I don't know that I'm, I have like less of a guarantee that I'm going to get the game that I wanted out of this, even though there's like no guarantee that I'm going to get the game that I want on Kickstarter. Then now I have to do because the, the whole, the whole thing about kickstarter is we're raising this money sans publisher right yeah uh and so that's supposed to be like the okay now the developer has the freedom to make this game that they want to make and not have a publisher looking looking at it and scrutinizing it and saying well this is why we don't think that's a good idea you should do these things instead with your game right because as a publisher, they have that kind of swing because they're then paying for, they're more or less a client at that point that you're servicing with a game. And you shouldn't have to deal with that with a Kickstarter, but, but, but then that's, that's kind of, that's just, it, it seems so antithetical to running a Kickstarter. The other thing is, 
now that they've got this publisher money, I mean, there's really no legal recourse to like getting the 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 copy of the game or whatever that I had donated to because like I mean they don't really have to right that's kind of the risk you run with a Kickstarter so then it's like do I even get my copy of the game are they going to are those rewards valid anymore do I or or did I just give them like $50 and then when they release the game under Square, do I have to give them 50 again to actually get the game? Well, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure how the what the rules are for Kickstarter. And I would think like maybe after some of the Oculus Rift stuff happened, they probably changed some of their some of the agreements for the, you know, people producing Kickstarters. Yeah. So that you know, there's more accountability. I would hope that there's more accountability than that, where they just don't even give you the game after you, you know, paid for the amount that would give you a copy. Yeah. <clears throat> I, to me, I just see it more of as just kind of a. Again, I I just immediately assumed the worst when you described that email situation, and I just saw it as kind of a skeezy way for Square to get out of, um, getting funding themselves. For you know, either through a, through another party or from their own pockets, to to get a game to fund a game that they are eventually going to be publishing. Yeah, I mean, if that's the if that's the way they're going about it, that's pretty sleazy. I think it's that seems like a mess. But but that was what I assumed. I don't know yeah. exactly what you thought when you when you saw that. I may be jumping to conclusions. Yeah, I didn't really consider that, but... But now that's all you can can think about. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yeah. It just seems really bizarre to me that a company as large as Square would blast out an email to their consumers that there's a an unrelated game being made you know, that mm-hmm. just seems really weird. Yeah. So on other other Square stuff, um, have you seen more about the, uh, what is it, 15, Final Fantasy 15? Formerly 13 Verses. Uh, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some. Um, so uh, it's interesting because like the the way they talk about it, they're... Like taking away turn-based stuff, it's real time. Um, it's kind of funny the way that they're trying to say, "Oh, we've revolutionized the RPG system," except it basically just sounds like they made an action RPG and are trying to call it a revolutionized RPG. Except that those have been around since Kingdom Hearts, which they made, uh, and even probably before that, if you look consider like Devil May Cry or something as one of you know an action rpg is what it sounds like they're making i think the problem is messaging because it's they've turned this one game that was an offshoot side game being developed by the kingdom hearts team and they've made it a mainline final fantasy so i think there's kind of some recovery that they're trying to do for the people who either 
only paid attention to mainline Final Fantasy stuff and somehow missed like everything about this game news-wise. But yeah, I I haven't seen any of that kind of odd spin stuff. But that's because I've been following this game, right? Like I was interested in this game like way more than than regular Final Fantasy 13 because I heard like, oh, the Kingdom Hearts team's doing it. And I'm like, well, sweet. It's going to be this like action RPG like Kingdom Hearts, only it's not going to have all of the hangups of like being a funky Disney mashup, like hodgepodge <laughs> thing. We'll leave that to Disney Infinity. <laughs> yeah, like it can kind of be its own thing and like create its own world, but it'll have you know, the same similar gameplay kind of mechanics, which the stuff that I liked about Kingdom Hearts 2 was the combat stuff. That was really fun. Yeah, actually it was one of my favorite like progression systems in that type of game. Yeah. Yeah. The story is uh, for Kingdom Hearts is just bananas. Yeah, like, there's com- no it's completely it. inscrutable. <laughs> there's like three different guys named Ansem at any given point. And so it's just kind of like, what what is going on? I have no idea. Some of these guys have anagram names with an X thrown in it because they I don't know. But so. Uh, yeah, but. So I was excited for it. And whenever I saw that it was being developed like simultaneously with like mainline 13 and I saw what 13 was and then I played 13. I was like, man, versus is going to be great compared to this. Well, to and be then, fair, just about anything would be great compared to that. <laughs> that was like watching a bad movie where you had to hit a play button every five minutes. <laughs> a bad movie that kept pausing itself. Yes. Uh, so, so, so yeah, I've been kind of like, keeping tabs on it as much as I could. And then they like last year, the year before one of the E3s or something, they were like, so that 13 versus, well, okay, we've, it's been a while since we had 13 come out and we had 14 come out twice. So we're just going to call this 15 uh, because nobody really understand what 13 versus meant anyway. And, and and we had this weird conceit that it was going to be like the same, like, quote unquote universe, even though like, what the hell is that 13 universe and who wants it? But uh, <laughs> and they've had like three spinoff sequels for 13 yeah, as well. Didn't they already do a 13 two, which they've done a 13 three, which I assume none of those are nearly as awesome as 10 two, which even though I didn't play Final Fantasy 10 two, I played long enough to watch the opening which the opening like cinematic, which looked like a Charlie's Angel, like a modern Charlie's Angels movie. And that enough was fantastic for me. That was more entertaining than like Final Fan- everything about Final Fantasy 13. 10-2 was a weird like Barbie dress up RPG. Fans, bar- it's like fans, Barbie dress up murder spree, right? Something yeah, like I don't know. Oh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so now that it's 15 and now that it's on the PS4, it's like, I'm pretty excited. But So it's weird to me that they're having to like inform people that they're doing, that it's not going to be a turn-based RPG. Because it's like, right. 
I, I don't know. That that just well, feels like information that's like anybody who has has had any kind of like anybody who's been looking at Final Fantasy for the past ten years. <clears throat> anybody who has like it's some kind of preconceived notion that it had that it, that it's a turn based JRPG, that that's what means Final Fantasy should know enough about what's been going on in the world of Final Fantasy to understand, like, what this game is. Yeah. Do Does anybody still make turn-based RPGs anymore? Is that is that genre just entirely gone, or...? Yeah, they, they make them. Don't... Uh, I, I, I thought they were making another Dragon's Quest or something. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. Outside of, like, TRPGs, like XCOMs or whatever? I don't know. I don't think anybody makes, um, well, it, it's probably on a 3DS or something. That might be where you find your turn-based strategy or turn-based, uh, JRPG kind of games. Hmm. Maybe. Cause those are, those are big in Japan. Okay. So what's this HBO thing you've got here? What is that? Oh, yes. So. Uh, I have not, so I don't know about you, but I haven't had cable TV in years, uh, I think at this point. I have cable TV because the owner of the house that I'm living in wants to watch uh, live sports. Yeah, which I think eventually will be the only reason that people pay for a subscription model television in the future, like five years from now mm-hmm. given the given the trend that everybody's going to this like hey if you pay us you can just watch anything online whatever you want kind of thing so hbo's had that for a while though they've it's called hbo well the thing that they've had for a while is called hbo go yeah where you can just log in wherever and watch it or like most people use your mom's or your sister's or your friend's account mm-hmm. to log in and watch game of thrones <laughs> <clears throat> but the problem with getting HBO Go was that you had to have HBO and you had to have, and in order to have HBO, you had to have cable television. And as you know, cable television is run by blood sucking demon spawn vampires. And uh, mm-hmm. they're basically the worst, in general, I think probably the worst as far as customer service and satisfaction thing in existence. I think the thing that is most hated that people have is cable and then probably their phone and then internet. And then after that is, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. For some people, their cable is also their internet. And so those are one and the same. uh, Right. Which happens a lot, but yes. Uh, and so if you're like me and didn't want and and the worst thing is so to get HBO, you know, you, you probably because, again, cable is run by monsters, um, you probably had to get a package that is at a minimum ninety dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Um, but HBO has finally decided to say, fuck you, cable companies, and you can pay HBO directly fifteen dollars a month. And accesses, it's not HBO Go, which everyone is like, what? 
they're confused about, but that's probably because they had some deal that they signed with the monsters of cable companies. The and monsters. <laughs> and so they had to create some new service, some new other service. But you'll be able to sp spend $15 a month to like log in on the internet or whatever. Um, I'm sure they'll put it on phones and stuff to watch HBO, um, which to me translates to... 15, for $15, you can just watch all of Games of Thrones in a month and then cancel your subscription. Yeah. But, um, so that's cool. I would pay $15 to do that, but I would not pay $15 a month to keep that because even if I could watch all the movies that HBO has, Most I'm literally, are... all I want to watch is Game of Thrones. That Yeah, I mean, the reason you're going to HBO isn't for the movies, You've got a million other ways to do that between Netflix or Amazon Prime streaming or Redbox. Redbox. Because they've got Redbox streaming now. You can still actually buy physical copies of movies in stores. Mm -hmm. Like there's, and yeah, all of that's going to be cheaper than 15 bucks a you month. You can still walk with your body into a movie theater and watch a movie there. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's lots of other ways to watch movies. Yeah, the only way you're going to get the. HBO original programming though is through some kind of HBO official channel or piracy. Like those are the two things. Right, which is why Game of Thrones is like the number one pirated thing. Yeah. Uh, because again, nobody wants to pay $100 a month just to watch Game of Thrones. And I don't, so that's the thing. Is like, I don't even know how many people will spend $15 a month. Like I said, that will be the probably, other than maybe Loot Crate, the Subscribe for a month and then cancel thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> I only pay nine bucks a month for Netflix. Right. And there's yeah. way more stuff that you can watch on Netflix. Yeah. It's more than just Game of Thrones and Boardwalk Empire. Like those are the two things I watch from HBO. Yeah. And those only come on like, like, you know, they're not on the entire year. I mean, they're available the entire year, but it's like you watch them once. Do you really want to, how many times are you going to watch those? Right. Yeah. I mean, and so that's my thing too. It's like, it's almost, it's almost twice as much as Netflix to, I don't know. And again, like to watch stuff that's not even on the entire time that you want. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe there's people that just really like HBO and, want to watch everything that they have all the time and will pay that $15. But to me, maybe if it was $5. <laughs> yeah. Because I think it's probably, you know, about five-eighths of Netflix worth. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, though, is, like, we're, we're looking at it probably the same way we look at cable. You right. Know, where it's like... The amount of stuff that I will watch on this service is is like so small compared to the amount of stuff that they offer, right? Like HBO was probably looking at their catalog and they're like, 15 bucks a month is a steal considering we offer all of this programming, uh, you know, to to the viewer. But but it's like we're just going to watch the one show. Right. Well, yeah, and that's, uh, I don't know, that's the thing. And and the whole, the whole, I mean, the whole deal is, I mean, I think it may be $15 a month if you already have cable, like regular cable, to add HBO. That may be, like, about how much it is. Except, you know, 
that the vampire monsters want you to have some horrible $5,000 package yeah. in order to get it. Um, so maybe from, from HBO standpoint, that's how much people are already paying a month to have access to their network. So for them, they're just giving people a cheaper, easier way to get access to it. But if you're looking at it as the position and like the whole benefit is now you don't have to have cable for it. But for people like me who've already like weaned off the cable teat, it's just like <laughs> a terrible metaphor. <laughs> but it's it's just like that's that has no that's got less value than any like than Amazon Prime or yeah. Hulu, even Hulu Plus, yeah. you know, or any of the other... Hulu Plus is garbage, too, so I wouldn't even... <laughs> right, like, it's not even... But, I mean, it doesn't even have the same value proposition that all of those things do. Because, again, and, and maybe... And then part of it, too, is I don't watch Netflix for the movies for certain. I watch it for the television shows that are on there, which I think most people do. Because, like we mentioned earlier in this episode, most of the movies that come on are a sequel like five sequels down the road of a movie that you thought was crappy when the first one came out. So I definitely watch it on for the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. They just put Johnny dangerously on there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. You watch it for the 30 year old movies. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I watched uh Oh geez. What was the movie I watched recently on there? I watched galaxy quest just the other weekend. Um, uh, yeah, most of the time I'm watching TV on there. Like, I've been going through Cheers, and I, I cruise through Frasier before that, which, not the, not the, definitely not the order you should do that in. I, like, like, I watched, started watching Frasier because I had liked Frasier, and I had never really watched an episode of Cheers, even though I knew it was a spinoff. So now going back through Cheers, it takes like three seasons for Frasier to even get on the scene, right? <laughs> You just and you're so sick of Norm at that point. Is that Norm's fine? I'm kind of sick of Diane though. I'm <laughs> really sick of Carla. Like Carla can just go, but I, I'm pretty sure she stays through the entire show. Yes. But yeah, uh, yeah. Carla's annoying. Diane less so. But like Norm and Cliff, those guys are great. I finally so Woody doesn't come in till season four. They have a different guy, Coach. And he's like a he's basically the same role of like the kind of dim assistant bartender kind of guy. But uh, anyway, yeah. So Frazier, Frazier doesn't even show up until like season three. And then he's not even in it that much in season four. And the weird thing was like. Since I watched like all 10 seasons of Frasier or whatever, I'm watching this through like the lens of Frasier and his character seems so different and there's like facts about like what he does and like his mom's still alive. And I'm like, didn't his mom die when him and Niles were children? Like, isn't that a thing they established in the beginning of the show? And that like, like Marty, the dad, like, or doesn't he like, like mourn her loss as though it was a long time ago. And that, but it's like, surely she didn't die in the eighties. Right? Like that, what's going on and and like she shows up and it's like not at all how they describe her in Frasier and I'm like are they just rose tinting like looking at her through rose tinted glasses or is like she's her it, and I'm just like you, am I just being like 
yeah. So, it is yes. a continuity error that you just have to accept. <laughs> like how in the first season of Happy Days, there's a brother that <laughs> leaves for the army and then never comes back or something. Yeah. I, yeah. And also how in uh, that 70s show, Donna has a little sister that she babysits in the first season. And after that episode, like three episodes in, sister's gone forever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm used to sitcoms doing that. Like, I mean, they they freaking they changed, you know, moms in like Fresh Prince and Family Matters. You know, it's, yeah. Oh, they, and they got rid of the they, they got rid of the grandma and the daughter in Family Matters as well. Uh, yeah. And they they had two Beckys and Roseanne. And yeah, two Beckys. They somehow kept adding child after child after child in the Cosby show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But, right. So, yeah, that's the thing, though, is like I... I that whole episode where it, there's like Frazier's mom like meeting Diane, I'm just like, ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but, right, because she's, like she's like this mythical like fantasy person in the Frazier show. Like they, Yeah, she's... She's almost as like, like, she's like the inverse Lilith, not not Lilith, uh, 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 Maris, yes. right? Like they never show Maris, but she's just this like impossible character that mm-hmm. like cannot be a human being, and they can never show her because that's that would ruin the joke. And then like the way they talk about Fraser's mom though, like. She's she's like an additional like they did have kind of a, an episode where they they had like a weird inside of Frazier's brain kind of fictitious like this is Frazier's mom in her youth sort of thing. But that was also like like a weird Frazier psychological meltdown kind of scenario. It qualifies as a dream sequence. So yeah, anything yeah. can happen and it doesn't really matter. Exactly. But but here it is. Here is Frazier's mom like on screen and I I just couldn't handle it. (laughs) (laughs) It's too much for me. So yeah, that's the only problem I've had with Cheers so far. (laughs) Cheers holds up though. Like there's some pretty good like little quips and stuff back and forth. It's like, it's weird though. Like I can go back and I can watch old sitcoms with like laugh tracks and everything. (laughs) But you can't watch new ones. I can't watch new ones. So so, uh, How I Met Your Mother... I've never can't looked at watch that. that. I, I haven't really. I haven't tried. Big Bang Theory. Big totally Bang Theory is the worst. It's one of the worst <laughs> shows on television right now. So here's my problem with Big Bang Theory. Like, I feel like that show is maybe maybe that show is entertaining for people who aren't nerds or don't know what a nerd actually is. Because I watched, like, I've tried to watch Big Bang Theory, and I'm like, nope. Can't can't accept this. Yeah. This is yeah. <laughs> this is completely not how nerds are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's also the way I feel. I also feel like I, I'm like my my thought is these aren't nerds. These are just a bunch of weirdos. And also like uh, I I'm I'm too far to the extreme of being a nerd that like I start thinking of I I start. Th- nitpicking their stupid jokes and i'm like that's inaccurate or something like that you know (laughs) right they can't even nerd right yeah as nerdy as they're supposed to be and the other thing is like what's frustrating is 
how however smart they're trying to make them out to be they are idiots yeah i mean that's the thing it's like they still have to be the butt of the joke right and so they can't be like actually intelligent and clever they just have to be like dumb in like most situations like dumb enough to make the situations like stupid funny and then uh but like you know instead of Basically, instead instead of like a normal sitcom where it's all like dick and fart jokes or whatever, like it's it or like people being fat, they like they just kind of like control control F replace all like like with like speaking Klingon math or speaking. Yeah, (laughs) like that's a chemistry joke now instead of a a joke about, I don't know, mother-in-laws or something. Right. Except then they get the chemistry wrong and you're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not the atomic week of Argon. <laughs> <laughs> Science class. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's that's a painful show to watch. And it's funny because it the show's not funny. The situation about the show is funny because other people that I do know who like know people like me and other nerds will be like, oh man, so-and-so characters just like like X person. And I'm like, no, they're not. That tells me that you don't know X person very well. <laughs> because they're not at all like that. But yeah. Yeah, it's 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 bad. I yeah. But yeah. It's bad it's a bad show. has been on so long i shouldn't be <sighs> anyway what were we talking about frazier <laughs> yeah i think it, netflix like, that's what it was hbo let me track back hbo there it is yeah <laughs> um but anyway we'll, we'll see what happens with that when that's when that goes live again i predict once unless they do something kind of tricky where you can only watch, like, current season, like, ep- episodes of Game of Thrones, like, for a week after that episode is released or something. Oh, God. Right, which would be kind of like, well, fuck you, I'm just going to go back and torrent it anyway. Is I mean, going- what's the point of the subscription? <laughs> right, right. So unless they do something, like, tricky like that, uh, like I said, I suspect they'll, like, once a season of Game of Thrones ends, they'll have, like, a couple million people pay $15 and then uh, stop paying. Maybe yeah. the hope is that people will just be lazy and keep paying for it anyway. Like I did with Big Great. <laughs> Accidentally keep it going. Well, I kind of forgot to cancel yeah. it. And then by the time that I realized my mistake and received another package in the mail, when I canceled it, it was already too late and I got a third one. Yeah, um, yeah, I could see that. I could also see. I mean, to me, I feel like if people are willing to pay for Hulu Plus, people are probably willing to pay for that because they'll look at it and they'll be like, eh. That's a pizza without a coupon, you know, (laughs) that's two Starbucks coffees. Yeah. Which, again, I can't even understand how anybody can go Starbucks. Do you remember like. In our lifetime, like 
coffee used to be 10 cents to have. Mm, no. Yeah, it used to be 10 cents. And now it's gone up to $7. Nine if you if you add enough shit on top of it. Like, I, mean, I need a cake in my coffee and all this other crap. And if you go to like... Okay, so where were these places that were 10 cents for a coffee? Like McDonald's. Places? Yeah, you can still get like a black coffee for like a dollar. That's still a thousand percent markup. Well, yeah, but everything else has gotten expensive too. Nope, not true. Not true? Not by that much. A gallon of I think other food <clears throat> things have gone up about the same. You no. Remember when Whoppers, a gallon of milk do you would be remember, $10. Do you remember when Whoppers were 99 cents? Uh-huh. And now how much are they? They're not $90, which would be the markup that a, cu a cup of coffee has gone to. <laughs> They're like $4. Right. That's not 90 That's four times as much. That would be a 40-cent coffee. You're talking about a dollar, which is 10 times. <laughs> Okay, the ratios aren't the same. That's my point. <laughs> but coffee is fucking stupid expensive. Yeah, I I don't think it's as big a deal on black coffee. Like if you just get black drip coffee, that's still real cheap. Like if I go to IHOP, I can get infinite coffee for two bucks. That's infinite coffee for two dollars. I mean, at some point they might kick you out, but that's well, pretty cheap. At some, at some point, I think you would just die. Maybe. But yes. But yeah, no, it's the, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's become, it's become like kind of a handbag or something of things, right? It's like, you're not paying for the coffee, right? That's what you think you're buying. What are you buying? You're you're buying you're buying the Starbucks brand, right? That's what you're paying seven dollars for. None of that stuff costs anywhere close to the amount of markup on it. That's insane. You know that's no. It's you're 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 buying you're buying into Starbucks when you pay seven dollars for a coffee, just like you're buying into Gucci whenever you buy a five thousand dollar handbag or whatever. That thing probably costs a dollar fifty to make in some kind of Malaysian sweatshop or something. Yeah, but there's also not a Gucci store in every corner, or sometimes both corners, or sometimes three <laughs> at an intersection. <laughs> one in the grocery store, one out in front of the grocery store, and one across the street from the grocery store. In the Barnes and Noble, yes, that was a real thing. It's a real thing. I was looking for... Okay, so I looked at Google Maps the other day, uh, and I, I was like, okay, where's a coffee shop around here? And then up pops up... Did you mean Starbucks? Well, no, I was like, coffee. And then I look at the map, and there's the intersection. <laughs> and on three out of four corners of the intersections are Starbucks little pins. That seems about right. Yeah, so that... And I, yeah, one, one's a standalone, one is definitely a Barnes and Noble, uh, or a, yeah, it's a Barnes and Noble because Borders is closed, but then the other one, 
I don't remember what the other one was. I don't actually know. I can't verify that that one was real. But I I know where the other two are. But yeah. It's, it's pretty bizarre. Of course, I did see one of those shut down. I finally saw somebody close a Starbucks. Wow. Yeah. Was there some kind of health code violation or something? I don't think so. Hmm. But I didn't look too closely, to be honest. There has been one failed Starbucks, I think, in our time. There was that one that was like in the campus housing area where we. <laughs> oh, yeah, stayed. in the on campus housing? Yeah, that no, yeah. I didn't even know existed. Yeah, is... the former leasing office turned kind of convenience store, also coffee shop. Yes, yeah. apparently poor college students could not exclusively fund a Starbucks. Well, and that was also the second Starbucks on that campus because there was a Starbucks in the student union. Right, where people would expect to go to get food and things. Yeah. There was this, like the worst location ever. It's like nobody who's not a student is going to go there and probably only people that are within direct walking distance of that Starbucks will go there. Yeah. I'm, the only reason I went to that Starbucks is because I lived like a hundred feet away. Right. So And I was so, meeting people there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the, so their entire demographic was people that can see us <laughs> where they live. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we should get Phil on the podcast because he worked there. <laughs> He can tell us how boring it was. He can tell us how boring it was. He can tell us how uh, he would not charge people the right amount for drinks. Uh, like I ordered one thing and I'm pretty sure he charged me for something else or sometimes gave it to me for free on, ac on accident, maybe. I'm sure that helped the uh, income of that rest. Of that <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, it definitely. Yes, like I. <laughs> Yeah, we should get Phil on here. I mean, next time. Maybe. See if he's available. We can get him to talk about Oculus Rift stuff because neither of us know anything about it other than... Other than it's a VR. Yeah. Sort of. It's VR, but like better than... Uh, better Virtual Boy? Better than Virtual Boy. I was going to say better than, better than what's shown in the movie Lawnmower Man, but not as good as what was technically in Lawnmower Man. As in the... VR that could give you super powers. Yeah. And make you become the internet or whatever happened at the end of that movie. Yes. He merged with the internet or something. Somehow he uploaded his consciousness to the internet and his body became some kind of useless husk. Which seems really hard to believe given that the only inputs were twisting your body in that crazy exercise machine. There was more to it. There was some kind of helmet that had some kind of... Visor? <laughs> Tubes. tubes. Oh, okay. Well, as long as there's mystery tubes, we can accept anything. Yeah, he was in a bodysuit. There were weird tubes going into his head. Who knows what happened in there? Just like the Matrix. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And so he got sucked into the internet, and then he somehow dialed all the phones at once. And that's how you knew he got into the internet. For some reason, oh wait, that was, oh god, it was some kind of chemical injections, or something, because it wasn't just the, it wasn't just VR that was making him a super genius. It was like something else that was making him a super genius. 
and gave him psychic powers and stuff. But yeah, that was an interesting movie. Sequel, though. Because <laughs> he turned into that other guy. He, yeah, he turned into uh, uh, Murdoch from the A-Team. <laughs> yes. And, and somehow, because... Yeah, the way they retcon like the end of the first movie is so bizarre because they show clips from the end of the first movie, but they don't show the clip where his dead husk of a body like falls away and turns to dust because how is he going to have a body if it turned to dust, right? So instead, they just like show the lab exploding and then they show people like picking out like the body of Murdoch and it's just like, that's not Job. That's not Job at all. And and then he's uh, they like he's had brain damage and like became a cripple because he got exploded and then they pick it up from there. But we so we made the mistake of watching the first and second one back to back. So immediately we were like, what the heck is going on? (laughs) (laughs) No, this is not what happened. That's not what that doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. And then later on Netflix, you saw that there was a Lawnmower Man 5. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> but yeah, it turns out that that the beginning of that movie and it not being congruous with the, the ending of the first movie is the least weird thing about Lawnmower Man 2. <laughs> Fair enough. I thought he turned into Tron or something because he kind of looked like he was wearing Tron outfits. Yeah, kind of. So that's all I really know about that movie was that he turned into Murdoch and became Tron. Oh, yeah. He turns into some kind of cyber genie, like he like a gold plated looking like genie costume. It doesn't really look like Tron in that one. So when you say that, that just immediately makes me think of Kazam and. Uh huh. Yeah. I'd say it's closer to Kazam. Yeah. (laughs) So he turned into uh, Shaquille Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Okay. He is bald throughout the whole thing. Right. He's like a white Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> can such a thing exist? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It can on the internet. And that's where he lives. That's his house now. <laughs> yeah. The man Lawnmower Man 2. Jeez. Yeah. That's a movie, all right. <laughs> Stuff happens there. Stuff does happen. <laughs> and none of it is really... None of it really makes any sense. There's a chip, and somehow the chip does something special, but they don't really say what it is. And they call they call something Egypt, right? Now, I don't know what that is. And you can ask everybody who is watching this show with me, you can all ask them, what's Egypt? They won't have an answer for you because it they never say what it is. But it's the thing that's going to stop Job from taking over something somehow. Are you sure they don't mean the actual, like, North African nation? Yes. Okay. Because they're inside the internet. You don't know what Egypt's internet capabilities were back then? No, 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 no. We know that it's not the actual country Egypt. Maybe it was planned in Egypt. It was not... Planet Egypt. The space mummies okay, so, are so, coming okay. to save us. I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil the end of the movie for you. Spoilers here for Lawnmower Man 2. The movie Okay. Okay, there it is. The movie ends with a sword fight 
inside virtual reality between the guy who invented this chip that I think is called Egypt and or it contains Egypt and and Job uh, as the white Kazam and they're sword fighting and white Kazam Job has a scimitar because he looks like a genie, I think. So they're sword fighting while something's going on, some kind of beam. At some point, Job goes into the beam and then something breaks and he starts dying on the inside or something and he yells out, what's going on? And then the guy who developed the chip is like, it's Egypt! And then everything explodes. That is what Egypt is. Whatever stops Job from doing the thing he's doing, that's Egypt. <laughs> and like, as soon as like... I, I now want to use that just as my explanation for why anything happens in any situation. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what stopped the car? The brakes were cut. That's it, Egypt. That's Egypt. It's Egypt. Yeah. Yeah. So now me and uh, uh, yeah, now me and uh, Ricky, uh, one of the guys who watched it with me, will just turn to each other and be like, "It's Egypt." Like whenever something inexplicable happens, or just because. So yeah. It's good. It's a good story. Yeah, that movie. You should really watch that movie. You have there's no reason for you to watch the first one to watch that one. The first one should be watched, but there's no connection between the two. There's I No, not one of the original actors I I think is in it. But it's not who you'd think. <laughs> So, Pierce Brosnan, so nowhere to be found. The original guy who played Job, no. But I was, I was about to say it's it's not any of the human stars from Short Circuit. It's it's the it's the guy with like the smallest part and the funny accent that goes on to the sequel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's him and Johnny Five, <laughs> not Steve Gutenberg, not what's your face. Who was in every 80s movie. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but isn't... Not Molly Ringwald, the other one. Yeah. The crazy one from Breakfast Club. Right. And I think was also in uh, St. Elmo's Fire. Maybe. <sighs> now we need to find out how it is. Ugh. Yeah. But she was also in that... She was also like the serial killer in, in Psych or whatever. Did you ever watch Psych? That's no, but that goes to one of that's one of the I guess sitcoms that you like, but has no canned laughter. It's not really a sitcom though. It is a sit. It's a comedy it's a involving comedy. situations that makes it a sitcom. That's every comedy. Every comedy is a sitcom then. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> On TV. Every comedy. What's not a sitcom then? That's what I'm asking you. <laughs> I assumed any any comedic thing that was resolved in a 30 minute time frame was a sitcom. So So you're Ali Sheedy. Um, 
Okay. Yeah, so what's not a sitcom? That would be like on television? Sure. That would be... Yeah. Uh, what's a comedic show or movie that doesn't involve situations? Evening at the Improv. What Comedy. The Daily Show. Okay, so any... Those involve situations. <laughs> <laughs> the improv one, not so much. Like, yeah. A humorous game show. The Tonight Show. Okay, so you're saying... Saturday Night Live. So you're saying That's a every, sketch comedy, it's not a sitcom. Yeah, but those are situations. <laughs> what? You're the one who defined this stupid thing. <laughs> but it's not like a cast of recurring characters. So what what to you makes a sitcom? Just the presence of canned laughter? No, the the thing that to me makes a sitcom is uh Yeah, you've got a you've got a defined uh set of characters and in themselves, they aren't uh, the source of comedy, but the things they get in, like the the uh, their shenanigans, is the situation that's comedic. That exactly describes Psych. <laughs> I don't know. I I thought of Psych as a comedy crime procedural. Like I I thought that it was. Well, it's got a sub format, I suppose. It's <laughs> it's a sitcom colon crime drama crime 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 CS, CSI buddy cop. Yeah. For non cops. So then you have to say like, like. So then, Arrested Development is a sitcom colon mockumentary mockumentary like yes, the office like the office and Parks and Rec. I guess. Yeah. That was supposed to be that. Yeah. Even though they never addressed that there was actually a camera crew. Didn't they do, didn't they, wouldn't they do asides at some point? Yeah, they did like, you know, person talking to the camera stuff, but they never like actually admitted that it was a, uh, like filmed a documentary thing. And there were cameras that were sometimes in places that a camera probably couldn't be. They never really did that with Arrested either. Right. They had jokes. But, the, okay, here's the difference. Arrested Development wasn't presented really as a documentary. It just was narrated. No, it so, was presented as a documentary. When? Whenever they would like do gags with the film crew being visible and that kind of stuff. <laughs> like the boom mic. Yeah. Down or whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> but then like nobody ever like addressed the camera. There was no breaking of the fourth wall in that. You don't have to have a f like 
people talking to the camera isn't breaking the fourth wall, though. That's part of the format of the show. So, like, when they do that in the office, that's not breaking the fourth wall. You're not... You're referencing back to the format that you're mocking. I don't know. I just... I see Arrested it would be more, more as a narrated yeah. sitcom than an actual documentary. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like they present that pretty clearly as a mockumentary. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, and also, Lost in, uh, you know, whatever, Stranger the Fiction is a good movie. So, you're wrong on both counts. Um, <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I... I I feel like there are, yeah, there, there. Yeah, I, I want to say there are more jokes that I just can't think of that are directly referencing that there's a film crew. I guess, but there's also, again, situations that are completely impossible to be film crew, a, have a film crew. There's flashbacks to the past. Unless they've had a film crew following them their entire lives. Yeah, but they also had boy fights, you know. <laughs> there's no, there's also, yeah, there's no reference as to, like, how long the film crew's been following them. Like, but also, it's, I don't know. It, it, that's, that's the one that, like, least uh, worried about that format like making the show you know i think it was just more a joke that it was that it was a television show and less that it was that there was that extra layer of it's also a documentary i think the jokes with like the boom mic coming in and like the camera stuff that they did sometimes was more just a joke about it being a television show and less about it being having this extra layer of it's also a documentary I don't know. I guess we'd have to ask Ron Howard. Maybe we'll just have to watch all of them again and see. Well, all right. If you have to. <laughs> okay. I think that's time. Yeah. I think we've been recording long enough. Um, if you think there is a development as a documentary, send in your email to our email poll. <laughs> What's that email address again? Podcast at siteandbeta.com. So tell us whether or not you think Arrested Development is a documentary, or if I'm right, like usual. He's not right. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> also send in emails if you want him to stop speaking about himself in the third person. <laughs> I did that one time. Yes, and it sounds stupid, so... <laughs> send in emails if you think he sounds stupid. <laughs> Send in emails. Let's get it to shut up. <laughs> <laughs>